Hello, and welcome to Twilight Thoughts. My name is Bryce, and I'll be your host for today. We'll begin in a moment, but first I'd like to let you know that soon you will be entertained by news, reports, scandal, and of course, speculation. Bryce to Tower, we are ready for takeoff. Guys, it is Friday morning, and everybody knows that new movies come out now on Thursdays for some reason, and I was able to go last night and check out the new Disney animated movie, Frozen 2. It's written by Jennifer Lee, Chris Buck, and Mark Smith. It's directed by Jennifer Lee and Chris Buck. The new songs were provided by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez, and the score was provided by Christoph Beck. All of the voice talent from the first one comes back for this sequel. Kristen Bell comes back as Anna. Edina Menzel comes back as Elsa. Josh Gad is back as Olaf. Jonathan Groff is back as Kristoff. We also added in Sterling K. Brown as Mateus. And Alfred Molina and Evan Rachel Wood come back as Agnard and Aduna. Alright, so let's just get into this. This is the sequel to Frozen. Some people hate Frozen. Some people love Frozen. Everybody knows Frozen. I am one of those people who say, you know what? Frozen is a very good movie. There is a reason that so many people connected with these characters and loved them so much. And they loved them a lot. They were everywhere. Now somebody else may not have really noticed this, but since I do live in Florida, I go to Orlando all the time to go to Disney. It was like an invasion. The characters from Arendelle were all over the parks, and not just in Magic Kingdom either. They were in Magic Kingdom, and what they were doing is they were having Anna and Elsa come out on stage in front of the castle and bring snow to the kingdom of Magic Kingdom. And then they would turn on all the blue LEDs, make it look frozen. Cool. It is a great show. It really is a nice show to watch. Then over in Hollywood Studios, they said, you know what? We need to have some kind of festival. Yeah, we need to do that, so we're going to have the Summer of Frozen. And they did, and they did it quick. Frozen came out in November. That next summer was the Summer of Frozen. And Frozen came in and essentially took over the park. Where the second track for Midway Mania stands right now, they actually took that and made it Oaken's Traveling Post, which was actually really cool. I kind of miss it. I want to go back there and check it out again. Because you go into the soundstage, and it was all decorated like Arendelle. So it almost looked like you were walking into like a low-budget version of the Frozen Forever After ride over in Epcot. Inside there, they had a bunch of different things you could do. They had manufactured snow. You could have snowball fights and stuff like that, go in there, build essentially snow castles and whatnot. It was a lot of fun. They also had a giant ice skating rink, which I wasn't able to do, but it looked like a lot of fun, and I've done ice skating before, so I get the idea. But it was also the first time anybody was able to experience, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along, which is now in the American Idol building as a permanent feature. But even though they were doing all of these new shows and these different experiences, they weren't writing any new lines for the characters, which I'm not asking for a novel, but give me something new. But instead what they were doing is they were spouting off all the catchphrases from the movie. 
Because of all of the different shows in the parks that use the line, I cannot tell you how grateful I am that the scene of Anna and Elsa sniffing the air and going, ah, chocolate, is mercifully short. When I first saw it in the movie, I was like, yeah, that's a cute line. That was endearing. That showed that the characters actually are sisters, they're family, they like the same things. Cool. But then once you hear it out of context in all of these different shows in the parks, it loses that meaning. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have that same punch, but I digress. My reason for bringing this up is, number one, Frozen was popular. And number two, after seeing all of this recycled material, honestly, I was worried that the Frozen writing was a flash in the pan. They weren't going to be able to remake it. I mean, we've seen all kinds of sequels that don't live up to the original that aren't bad movies, but they pale in comparison. But then we've also seen a lot of just hot garbage from sequels. So, like I said, I was a fan of Frozen. Hearing Frozen 2 come out, I was a little nervous. I saw Frozen 2, and I gotta tell you, I really, really liked it. I really liked it. The characters were just as endearing, did you connect with Elsa's cold, standoffish side? Well, guess what? It is still there. It's less because she's had time to spend with Anna and Kristoff and Sven and Olaf, but it is still there. Did you like Anna's fiery, feisty, go get em side? That's still there as well. Kristoff's goofiness? That's there. So, the characters all felt correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't feel like different characters now out of nowhere. Which is good, but like I said, it still feels like the same character, just with growth. So anyone who knows me knows that I am a big song and dance man. I love musicals. I love musicals a lot. And I think that all goes back to me growing up with Disney and being told stories through musicals. Like Aladdin, like Cinderella, like Pinocchio, Little Mermaid, all of that stuff. I grew up on that, and so for me, music is just... It goes hand in hand with storytelling, you know what I'm saying? And that even goes over into the music that I listen to, like rock bands that I listen to. I love the band Ailstorm. Why? Because they take you on a journey. They take you on a journey of piracy, and it's fun. It tells you a story. And obviously with Frozen, Let Go was a monster success, right? Just from trailers and whatnot, I had heard bits of the song Into the Unknown right? Which is what they were trying to push as their new Let It Go. And honestly, it is really, really good. Idina Menzel obviously crushes it, just like she always does. I don't think I've ever heard her sing a bad song. That being said, it was not my favorite song in the movie. It's good, just not my favorite. My favorite song was the song All Is Found, and it's the first song that they sing in the movie. It's presented as a lullaby, and what is really cool that they did in this movie, which they didn't really do in the first one, in other songs throughout this movie, you can hear remnants and fragments of this song throughout, which is something that Broadway plays tend to do. Even other musicals that Disney's recently put out, like Moana. That music was written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, and he is famous now for Hamilton. And Hamilton is a great example of this. There are constant callbacks and nods to other songs, not even just reprises, just a few notes here and there, and you're like, oh wow, that reminded me of One Shot, or hey, that reminded me of Aaron Burr. It is a really good tool that musicals can use to help call back things, bring back memories, bridge gaps and ideas. 
it's a great tool and I'm really happy that they used it and used it so well here in Frozen 2. I'm not trying to make this a super in-depth review of this movie, so I only want to touch on one more song really before I move on, and that's Kristoff's song. Now, I was looking on the album before I went in to go see the movie, and I was really excited because I saw that, oh hey, they have a track on here called Reindeer Are Better Than People. My immediate thought, hey, that has to be a callback to the original song that he did in the first one, cool, I hope we get a bit of an extended version of it. I would love that. The song immediately following that is called Lost in the Woods. That is Kristoff's song. And that was such a weird experience to have in the movie theater because it was something that I was not expecting. If I'm being completely honest, it pulled me right out of the movie. I was like, well, I'm no longer watching Frozen 2. So in a way, it was a negative, but it was also extremely funny, and I enjoyed it, so it was a positive. So I'm just going to talk about it now. Because I really did enjoy the song, but it, it felt so out of place in this movie. I was like, well, where the heck did this come from? Some of the visuals, though, if you are good at quickly picking up on visual references, there is something in this song that made me laugh out loud hard. And you know what? To the credit of this movie, I will say that I think Frozen 2 is a much funnier movie than Frozen 1. I feel like since they were going for such a certain type of character in Frozen 1, like let's say with Anna, right? That sometimes her jokes didn't land because it felt a little forced. And I was like, ah, I don't know. Like in The First Time in Forever, when she says, I don't know if I'm elated or gassy, but I'm somewhere in that zone. It just, it didn't really work for me in the context of the movie. Funny line, but it felt forced. It felt shoved into the movie where it didn't really belong. That being said, I've gone back to watch the movie again a number of times, listened to that song a number of times, and I really enjoy that line. But it felt forced at the time. That being said, we don't have any of those situations in this movie aside from the whole scene of Lost in the Woods, but it's one scene, it's tongue-in-cheek, it knows what it's doing, I give it a pass. One thing I had heard going into the movie was, at some point, Olaf recaps the entirety of Frozen 1, and I was like, oh no, please don't do that, please do not put me through this, keep going forward, keep going, I don't need to see Frozen 1 again, I don't want it. Until the scene actually came up in the movie and I was like, oh, I didn't know you were going to be doing it like this. Oh, I am all for this and I loved it. It was so funny. It was one of the highlights of the movie for me. Like I've said a number of times in the past, no movie is perfect. And so to talk to you about some of my gripes, not all of the songs worked for me in this one. The second song they sing is called Some Things Never Change. And it just didn't do anything for me. It didn't click. I understood the reason for it narratively to be in the movie. I just didn't particularly care for it. That being said, I know a number of people who really enjoyed the song. So it's all a matter of opinion. It's all subjective, you know? I've been watching some reviews where some of the people said, Oh, you know what? The characters don't really act like themselves. They're not in character. And to me, I didn't find that problem. What I found were some logic gaps. There are some very interesting decisions that are made off of certain information that a character has. And I'm like, wow. Okay, well, 
I hope you're right because if you're wrong, ugh, bad things are gonna happen. Then there were a couple sequences of events that just the timeline didn't make sense, it didn't add up. There was one scene where it was like, how did this person get here so quickly? And the movie never addresses it. They don't, they don't even say, ah, you know what, it's because of X. Nope, they don't say anything. They just let it be and let it lie. And I suppose that is the better way to do it than call attention to it if you don't have a good answer. But I would kind of like an answer because you put the question in my mind. Eh, so for me, it's a plot hole. So eh, what are you going to do? I got to mention it. Dude, Disney gets dark in this movie. There are two scenes that happen pretty much back to back where I was like, oh my god, if this movie finishes with these consequences in place, then bravo. Now granted, it's Disney, so obviously it's not going to end that way, and it doesn't, but I applaud Disney for even putting a foot down that path. I appreciated it, I liked it, and it felt appropriate for the story. And while that is true, that the movie did get dark in some spots, I feel like the character designers went above and beyond to overload this movie with cute. Because, oh my god, there are some things in this movie that are just adorable. Like Baby Reindeer. Remember how adorable Baby Sven was in Frozen before he grew up and started slobbering all over the vegetation of Arendelle? Yeah, that's in this movie tenfold. I was so happy to see those baby reindeer again, it made my heart glad. Then we've already seen this character in marketing and whatnot, and he's this little newt salamander lizard thing, and Elsa's feeding it snow in the marketing material and whatnot. He is so cute throughout this entire movie. Anytime he is on screen, to me, he stole the show. Because look, I love animals, right? I love dogs, I love cats, unfortunately, I am allergic to both dogs and cats, but that doesn't mean I want to pet any less, and I'm not getting a fish, so that's out. I've had a hedgehog named Sinestro, and he was awesome. I really liked him quite a bit. Unfortunately, he ended up dying of old age. Then I got a sugar glider named Bane, who also passed away, but now I have two sugar glider females, one named Miko and one named Tipo, both Disney names that I found both adorable and appropriate. I bring them up because, one, I love talking about them, but two, that little Newt Salamander thing reminded me of them so much, just running around and climbing up on things, and when it would jump, he would do this thing where it would jump up in the air, pause for a second, and kind of throw his arms up, and then he'd fall. I thought it was so stinking cute. Now granted, I just told you, I might be a little bit biased, but I think he's cuter than baby Simba. That's just me though. That is just me. Guys, overall, I'm very happy with Frozen 2. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was well written. I thought it was engaging. I thought the music was fantastic. If you're asking me for a star rating, I'd give this a 4.0. I'd very much like to go see this movie again on the big screen. Oh, and that's another thing. Go see this movie in a theater. This movie is absolutely gorgeous to look at. It is really, really exquisite. It is a feast for the eyes. But my question now is to you. Have you seen Frozen 2? And if you have, what did you think of it? I'd very much like to know what you think. You can write me an email at bryce at the nocturnaldisneypodcast.com. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Disney Nocturnal. And you can also follow me on Instagram at the Nocturnal Disney Podcast, all separated by underscores. 
Guys, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I love doing these podcasts. I think they're a lot of fun, and I appreciate that I have a group of people who want to hear the things that I have to say. So thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. And until next time, have a good night. Bye-bye.